We're going to be looking at the Alta River's analysis in a small part of the Maim of Ahimekeshnosayim It was at the end of the two years of Yosef's final two years of imprisonment. But at the beginning of this Maimer, which the uh, Altareb is going to discuss, what is the spiritual equivalent of the Sar Hamashkim, the minister for liquor and alcohol generally in Egypt of old? And what does that mean in terms of our lives? He prefaces that with a consideration of what are the four elements that make up the nature of personality. And that the lower aspect of Nefesh Bahamis expresses through, namely the personalities of fire, air, earth and water. And we would probably intuitively already have a sense of what these four elements are in terms of personality analysis um, as Judaism proposes them. Um, If you were to be asked, what is a fire type of person? I have no doubt you would immediately be able to describe a person who rises quickly to anger, who has a a strong emotional flow, um, um, who tends to be overpowering, etc., etc. That's part to do with fire. Fire rises. And of course, there are positive and negative aspects of fire. Um, you can be at this one time express anger, which is negative, but you can also be passionate about a worthy cause, which also comes from the element of fire. And the element of uh, uh, earth is, and you would guess, someone who was grounded, earthed. That could mean that a person is uh, um, patient, uh, s- uh, sensible, um, well um grounded in his or her life, but it could also mean laziness, uh, depressive characteristics, etc. So each of these has certain characteristics. But the Alter Rebbe discusses these now in context of the Torah um, and the way that they would be expressed in high order aspects of our personality type. So the idea of fire and water relates to two parts of the body. The brain, which is cool, calculated, represents the moisture of water and the coolness of water. And fire is the element of heart, the idea of uh, uh, heat, generating heat. Um, And these two have to coexist. Now, the way they can coexist is if there's a natural symbiotic relationship where the coolness and wetness of the water is able to extinguish the unrequired and the excess fire of the heart. And each one of us has uh, had circumstances where we've forgotten ourselves, we let our heart run, and we said things that we were sorry for, we rose in anger, God forbid, etc. Were we to take a little time and allow the brain to operate and allow the mind to be able to rationalize the circumstances, then the coolness of the mind would be able to depress the excess fire of the heart. And if it's to be discussed in even uh, more spiritual terms of the Nefesh Elokis, the mind deals with the contemplation of godliness. And the heart deals with the wantingness to come close to Hashem. And again, they're interdependent. 
in order to uh, the, to satisfy the heart's thirst from the dryness of fire and the thirst for Torah, ultimate fulfillment for the Jewish soul, there has to be the provision of the coolness of intellect, mind, Torah learning in order to satisfy that thirst. So that's how we see it operating at that level as well. Why don't we spend a moment just introspecting about this in a meditative way, and that'll help us understand the uh, Hasidic teaching, especially in Sefer Tanya, of Moyach Shalit Al-Halev, namely that the mind should provide the direction for the flow of the heart. The mind should master the heart. So gently close your eyes and focus on the back of your eyelids, becoming aware of different shades of light playing on the back of your eyelids, with a sense of motion, almost kaleidoscopic patterns, and even imaginative circumstances are played out on the screen of the back of your eyelid. Think back in time to an occasion where your heart dominated in a manner which was embarrassing, improper, and which you're ashamed of. You might have raised your voice. You might have shouted. And later you were sorry for that. Allow that moment to play out in your mind. Recognize yourself back there. Hear yourself. Do you like what you hear? Of course not. But somehow, your mind wasn't able to master the moment of the heart wishing to get its way. But now, at this moment, removed from that moment, allow your mind to pour cold water on that fire that you experienced back then in your heart. Meaning, you rationalize it. You understand the provocation. You recognize how you were at fault by raising your voice. Even if you were right in your intent. Just the shouting itself was a raw expression of anger and negative emotion of the heart. Now you realize 
the mind must provide direction for the flow of emotions of the heart. Water must quench the thirst of fire. Consider that and commit yourself to always pause a moment to allow that balance to take place whenever you feel yourself becoming thirsty within the heart. Make sure you draw down the coolness of the mind to neutralize it. And as you open your eyes, spend a moment committing it to your everyday behaviors.